This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Because yes. I tell you what, there's a lot of people that will mm. call the way that my father raised me to be controversial. Really? Okay, so you were watching the Tiger Woods documentary about how Tiger Woods' father raised him to become a champion golfer, and you're equating this to your family life. When my father told me, number one, he's just like, being fat makes you physically strong. <laughs> Right, that's what he told me, which is completely correct. It definitely doesn't. You can't be gay and fat, so my son's straight. Look at him, he's fat. I don't know, because then he was also like, every once in a while, he'd like hold up a picture of Harvey Firestein, like next to me and see if, what yeah, the what differences were. <laughs> but I remember when my father first taped a microphone to my hands. Oh, is that right? And he forced me to, I used to run laps around the backyard Given one-liners, and I know, yeah, at the time, people, oh, oh, it's Child Protective Services needs to take the boy away. For but what? He didn't Trying to be funny? Trying to be a comedian? That is actually grounds to take a child away. He didn't know that he was making, none of them knew that they were making, I'm going to almost, I'm going to call myself almost uh-huh. the, what's a good, what's a good person? I'm going to say the, the, the Steve, If you say Bobby Bonilla, I'm going to throw you off of the show and we're replacing uh, you with just a toad. The only way I'll ever be Bobby Bonilla of anything is once I start making money from not working. Yeah. He, that's right. He's the king. Well, he's a genius. I'd say I'm more of the Steve Perry of comedy. Oh, Journey. Journey. Okay. I love Steve Perry. I saw Steve him Perry. have lunch. You talk about... That's amazing, by the way. Tuna Didn't fish? speak to him. Tuna fish? He, yes. I knew Steve Perry was, was a tuna fish guy. It was a bed of leaves with tuna fish on top of it. And tuna fish on top of it, and Woo! that's the, the true maturity. Me and Matt Servito, a man that also he experienced a visible erection from seeing well, Steve the Perry. Satan from Pretty Faces going to hell. Correct. Yes, both of us, we refrained from saying anything, but we gave him a nod. That is absolutely wonderful. And if you want to know the power of magical thinking, an entire country thought Steve Perry was attractive for about 20 years. Look at Rick Ocasek. Even though we know he wasn't. We were staring at him and then MTV was like, he's a hunk. I'm looking at him. I know he's not, but in my mind, I'm like, I guess he's a hunk. But guess what? The whole world's being force fed all of this like, oh, yeah, Adam Levine. He's got this nice body and those little brown nipples everybody Adam likes. Adam Levine looks like he got his tattoos from a EA Sports creator player who they are the most generic things of all time. He mm-hmm. just it just says 
California. It, that's just a state. Steve Perry, Rick Ocasek, the whole point of being a rock okay. and roll person, the whole point of learning to play the guitar, the whole point of getting in front of the I microphone. I love little man You're gripes. supposed to be, you are supposed to be ugly, and your talent is supposed to get you flayed. Henry Zabrowski, I've said it before, we're going to start this show. He is the Dio of podcasting. Yes. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. Ben hanging out with Henry. Holy diver. Woo! Got to see Dio live when he was the front man for Heaven and Hell. That Ooh. man ran probably 50 miles. He just run back across like he was Martin Lawrence or Cat, Cat Williams, where he just runs so much. And as an audience member, I just feel guilty for not exercising. I'll tell you what, he was the former fastest man within 10 feet. He was. I'm happy to take it into the future. <laughs> I will take that baton into the future because when it comes down to it, you got to be small. He was so small that the rock and contain inside of him had nowhere to go but out. It really is. That is why I believe people do have souls, isn't it? Because look at that little vessel. And then when he would open his mouth, you'd say, wow. Same thing with Sasha Gray. All right. Well, Well, let's talk a little bit about the new. I love Sasha. Her new show is good. We're one friend removed. Really? Yes, our friend. I'd love to meet her. I will tell you off air who knows her so we can meet Sasha. I like her new show. She's well, doing good. She's a good personality. The on last air. time we met a uh, an adult film actress, I believe we were at Comic Con, and you, I was hammered. acted. No, you acted like, uh, meh, like you acted like a drooling slob. I was really, and she really knows drunk. what she does. Henry. I was really, really drunk. No, but you didn't. You didn't act bad. You acted too sheepish. No, I was very. I was just like, like I, I think I know you. Think, you. I think I know <laughs> you. Yeah, it was sad, man. It was a sad. But it, oh, but that was sad. But the rest of the night was great. <laughs> no, it was wonderful. All right. Well, let's get to some uh, news stories. Uh, the gift wanna... that keeps on giving, I guess, is murder and mayhem yep. within families. If not, we wouldn't have a show or a career. Uh, look at this story. This story is simply, you know what? What? You can't make it up. You can't. I mean, you could. Someone but... has made this up. I watched a movie yeah. that was actually very similar to this recently, but it is yeah. fun. Um, naked maniac arrested carrying his dad's severed head. All right. So that's the headline. And I have to immediately say... I don't like this biased journalism. <laughs> Why are you going to call him a maniac? You don't know. You're you inferring know. a personality type. Naked? Okay, he's got no clothes on. Yeah. That's just, uh, that's objective truth. I would maybe say, it depends, because if he shows up all wrapped up in the intestines and he's right. got his father's fucking head in his hands, sure. right? he's covered in blood, and when you meet him, he's just like, you got to tell you, you know what, honestly, I think I went too far this morning. That's it, not a maniac. That's not a maniac. No. Now he's become rational. Yes. But maybe at the time when he was got a big fork and he was pulling the intestines out like it was fucking spaghetti, like <laughs> laughing and screaming, <laughs> then you might say, oh, hey, buddy, hey, we might want to dial this back a little bit. Well, this is another lesson in being able to spot bias journalism. So the, Maniac, we don't know. <laughs> we Naked don't know. for sure. We don't know. This comes from the New York Post, so you know it's got to be legit. <laughs> Naked man wrapped in guts goes on rampage with dad's severed head. I mean, I like how he said with dad's severed head like it was his yeah, friend. like hanging out. Um, a naked maniac covered with intestines went on a rampage in the Ukraine, hitting parked cars with his father's severed head in front of horrified passersby, according to a report. Well, I wish it said inc- horrif- horrifyingly pleased passersby. The thing is... You needed to take your car into uh, the wash anyway. Mm-hmm. You, I'm doing the car washes here in New York or here in Los Angeles, rather. That's Obviously, where you live. Yep. Did not do it in New York. No, no need to have a car there. Didn't have a car. Your feet are your car. Yeah. So every time you showered, it was like you took yourself to a car wash. Absolutely. Once a month. Once a month. Once a month. 
I mean, the car wash mm-hmm. makes you feel good, right? Sure. But sometimes you're like, what is the final speck of dust that has to hit my car where I finally go, take the right turn, and go into the car wash? Sure. Someone douses your car in a severed head. It's the inspiring. Blood, I say, it's inspiring. I say, today is the day I'm going to wash that freaking car of mine. A- absolutely. And it's also probably the day you're like, you know what? I should probably write that screenplay. Why I should probably apply to be a lawyer next week. Just anything to maybe not end up like this man, this naked well, and bloodied man wrapped in guts, holding the no. head of a man who came out of the front. This is from a witness. Uh, this is a neighbor in Odessa. A naked and bloody man. He's like, he sat on a bench and he lit a cigarette. <laughs> Which I get, man. Honestly, by that point, you're like, it's been a day. (laughs) Well, it's a carcinogen. You want to be very careful. The thing that really gets me is the way that he wore the intestines. They're saying constantly that he wore them around his neck. Like a scarf. Like pashmina. I don't know much about the inside, the innards of a human body. I don't really know much. They're loopy. They're loopy. Um, pretty sure that's where all the poop is, though. Yep. So he had a poop necklace. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it was all filled with liquid shit. It was his shit. father's. Uh, no, the, the intestines were from his friend. Oh, those were from his friend. Yeah, yeah, those were from his friend. He uh, he he held the decapitated oh, I'm sorry, head of his so father. It was the head of his dad and the intestines of his friend. Both locally sourced. That's like wearing a Puma shirt and Nike shoes. I know. Honestly, <laughs> you have to think about. It. You don't want to be. Uh, Come on, passe. stick with a brand. Make a choice. <laughs> but holding the decapitated head of his father, Ponomarenko, Ponomarenko, which I believe oh. his name is. His full name is Dmitry Ponomarenko. Oh. He turned to the cops, smoking his cigarette. Uh, they, they, you know, obviously they're like, what's going on here? And he said, um, quote, unquote, quote, he is a God who is not worshipped. Wait, so I get it. He's out dad, of a job. His dad is a God who is not worshipped. No, that he himself was. That he, the man covered in his friend's intestines and poop, theoretically, and holding his dad's head, is a God that should not be worshipped. So no. he's not wrong about that. He's just saying, I am not. I am a God. Hey, I'm here. Oh, but no one's I'm worshiping born me. this way. No one's worshiping me. But they should be. Yes. I get it. Yes. How like how I am anytime I go to an audition. I'm starting to think this guy might be a maniac. Before. <laughs> this is yellow journalism. That's yellow journalism. Police found the headless corpse of the 53-year-old Igor Ponomarenko lying on the bed of his apartment. So he left it there because obviously he was done with his bowling game. I guess. In the kitchen, they discovered the sliced and gutted body of family friend Alexander Domchenko, 32, the son reported. Oh. Um, Ponomarenko reportedly said he killed the man, quote, because he had to. Why? He had to. What's going on in Ukraine right now where this guy had to do that? Well, there's that. massive civil war. Isn't there massive like civil unrest happening yeah, in Ukraine right now? Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff happening I know that because I'm supposed their to leadership is literally run by a clown. He truly is a comedian. That, that is a comedian, right? Yeah, That's he like is the a comedian. comedian. Person. Yeah, but they're about to have like a bunch of war. I don't know exactly if this is the time to have a comedian as your leader. Maybe someone... With military experience, mm. but it, but what about fighting for laughs? Mm, I, I mean, every day it's a war out here on the fucking internet, trying to fucking carve out space for content. Absolutely. But he is. Uh, he could seem like he really got out of control there. Well, you know, let's talk Man, because they two- say apparently that the pressure inside of the human body can build up. Like, because I've read, you know, how many times have we talked about people being disemboweled? Oh, so I'm honestly. Hundreds probably, of times. Yeah, probably five, just on the show alone, we've been doing probably be 433 times. Sure. You can cut open the belly of a person, and the guts can be so 
impacted depending on when you've eaten obviously tell me if i'm wrong side stories lpotl gmail to come but i've seen this they can literally pop oh, out of you like and the, so the, sh- the guts and i wonder what led up to it i want i imagine because first thing i'm gonna blame is uh the game among us <laughs> that makes people fight. I might say that might have happened because, you know, check out Old Nader's Ho Among Us stream on know. Tuesdays, which after our last stream on the left on okay. uh, these weeks. But honestly... Great, great kind of plug. That's what, the fighting that goes on in there, I feel like that's what happened. But also, or does it start with just you and your buddy? Like we were saying before, you were talking about how all the guys used to jerk off in front of each Not other in the shower. the guys. And they no, always also, like, it was, it was a, a private conversation. Place. One yeah. guy in high school jerked off one time. But everybody in yeah, the same place. You all could jerk off looking at each other because it was cool. Everybody I thought it was cool. Anyone who played sports know you, you got micro stew with the small penis, then you got jerk off stand, and then you got everyone had a character in the showers. Uh, but yes, everybody. It's like Saturday Night Live. But uh, you piss it on point, your friend's feet. Everyone knows what happened in the boys' showers in the 90s when you played football at, I'm at, so at Catholic glad, school. I'm just so glad I'm basically a woman. I'm just so glad I don't like any boys playing boys' games. But. You were hanging out That's with your buddy. That's the game within the within the game. <laughs> the, the post shower game. <laughs> <laughs> and the winners and the losers there. Are, uh, sometimes they flip flops from the field. All I know is there's uh, the coach is always the winner. Yeah, especially when he's got his lawn chair there yeah. and his binoculars. Honestly, you you joke. Were you molested by your coach? No. Are you going to turn this into a Marty Janetti <laughs> podcast? No. No, I was not. I had wonderful coaches. Um. Great, that clears it up. Thank you. But you're sitting with your buddy, and he's just like, oh, man, I have so many fucking beans today. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I bet, it's dude. Ukraine. Yeah, I it's bet, lot, dude, man, fucking a lot, lot of beans. And he says, like, my fucking bet, man, my fucking guts are all filled with fucking jump juice, dude. <laughs> and he's just like, whatever, yo, man, we should check. We should check it out. Yeah, to man. get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, dude, you better fucking make my belly button bigger, friend. So in some way, you're victim blaming here because you think <laughs> that the victim was like he. So in your story, he's this guy's in a maniac. This man is trying to aid and abet his friend. Again, who he ate was a too maniac. Many beans. Yes, he was a maniac then. And he was a maniac for being so close to his friend that he would dare take his friend up on the suggestion, yeah, sure, I could fucking disembowel you to see what, see how much beans are in your guts. Sure, sure. Well, and that's why people come to us to avoid fake journalism. All we because do we is don't know that that's not true. I don't know what's not true ever. But then the person is wearing a, a intestine around his neck that is formerly the home of a bunch of Bean crap, mm-hmm. which I would assume oozed all over his shirt like oh, a shawl that was made cheaply that got stuck in the rain and it bleeds onto your you nice ever had clothes. One of those little thin scarves, like a little tube Ever- scarf. I wore a scarf once, left it at where I brought it, and never bought another one. I don't like scarves because I don't like the strangle. I just don't need a scarf. I've, I my feet get cold, my legs get cold. I can never say my neck has been cold. Have you ever thought about like some kind of compression wear? I'm supposed to wear compression socks every time I fly on account of the deep vein thrombosis. And that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> the horrors of deep vein thrombosis. thrombosis. I cannot wait until I'm in my Wilford Brimley. I can't wait. You're having trouble walking. You're over the age of 65. My God, kids aren't calling you anymore. Your veins are the only family you have. You want to take care of them. Make sure they can flow. All right. I named this like shotgun and this like a shotgun, too. One of them is going to kill me. Well, speaking of murder and speaking of food, what a great natural segue. South Carolina, who doesn't love watching the great show Worst 
cooks in America. I am. But you know what's I'm funny? I'm in that league. You say this. Worst Cooks it's is fine. one of my, Natalie and I's favorite, like, shut off your brain shows. It's really fun. We love people messing stuff up. It's like, we like, we like, nailed it. Hello, Nicole Byer. What's going on? Ooh. It's like, we like people that, uh, we like people funnily messing up food. I like to be, I like to see people thrive, which is why I've been watching season two of Blown Away. You know what it is about Blown Away? It's really good. I do, I love it, and I love new terms. Yes, because you know what they call the kiln that they put the they they put all the glass in to shape it. They call it the glory hole. And then nobody laughs. No one and I'm laughs. like, how isn't anybody I know. laughing? It's like how many and times And then they people... constantly say blow because everyone, because you got to blow it. Like, and then you got to blow it. Constant supplies of humor. No one's recognizing it. It's like on Forge and Fire where they talk about pulling the meat out of the tang. And, you know, like how many you times they say me. the word billet. The tang is the perineum, a.k.a. the taint of the knife. But no, of course. No, that's the, why. I, actually, I think the tang is the balls of the knife. Well, anyway, what I'm saying is they need to bring a little Side levity. Side stories, L-P-O-T-L, gmail.com if you actually want to comment on that. Now, this bring is, a little levity, but not but we love, like this woman did because no. this woman on the worst cooks in America, yeah, she may have not been a good cook, but apparently- She became a good cook at the end of the season. She was really good at beating her daughter to death, which is really sad and bad. It is. It's a South Carolina woman. I didn't mean to laugh. No, she won season- 20. Yeah, buddy. It's been on show forever, man. Amber Season 20. All they, they got make they fucking print money over there, dude. I'm not a huge Amber fan, Florence. but I'm not against I'm not against anyone. I'm just I don't I am a guy guy. I we're I'm, all guys guys. But you know what I'm also doing on HGTV? What? Hometown. Because the character's name is name is Ben anymore. he's big. I don't Hometown is boring. Well, that's <laughs> it is. because you, I, well, that's, that's because you don't know what it's like to be in a loving relationship. Wow. 20 years. We actually show are in a loving on. relationship. Our friendship is technically highly functional in a way. Season 20, Worst Cooks in America. Okay, winner. here we go. Here, let me she, talk about Let me lay this out. Ariel, Ariel Robinson. Robinson. 29 let's years Let's say young. it together now. Ariel Robinson, Robinson and, and Jerry, Jerry Robinson. Robinson. Very good. We're great at radio. <laughs> but she was effervescent. On the show, right? Was she? Oh, absolutely. That's like one of the. Um, that's like to me the the ultimate tragedy is just the ruining of a possible uh, the potential TV career. Don't was they it, vet these people a little bit more to be like, hey, here's a picture of your kid. First three feelings. Oh, rage. Ha- oh, rage. Okay. Get rid of. Get rid of and make a casket. So we're gonna actually. But I can set- barely make eggs. Sadly, the producers would cast her immediately, which is exactly what happened. Well, Ariel Robinson was, she got she big crazy hair. She was like a large in life personality. She called herself an up and coming. She was like a budding stand up. She was very funny on the show. She won the $25,000 grand prize after competing on the Food Network show. This is in that's August. Actually, and that's a pretty good prize. And to be fair, money. to the Food Network in general, Guys, grocery games, you're pulling down some pretty good cash because you can get like 20 grand. Yeah, they get good sponsorship too. But um, but that's like, it's well, it's all about your skill, isn't it, Triple G? It's about your speed. Because Blown Away is a $60,000 package, Ugh. which means you get a residency, I mean, which like, I think means s- you just have to work. Most of those guys are just, yeah, you literally get a job, mm-hmm. which is nice, but also at the same time, give me some money. So this chick, she got 25 grand she, with taxes around 13 grand. Yes, yeah, so she, she got 13 grand. She was going to take her family on a big vacation, but instead she decided Aww. to beat her child to death. What? This is South Carolina. She's from South Carolina, which is, it's an interesting state. They won, they, she and her husband, Jerry Robinson, they were oh. picked up on the last Tuesday by officers with the, uh, from the Simpsons.
Hendersonville Police Department. This comes from the Daily Mail, so you know it's legit. The child um, was three years old. So sad. Victoria Rose Smith, beautiful baby girl. It is very, very, The very Robinsons, sad. apparently the cops said that the Robinsons, quote, did commit child abuse by inflicting a series of blunt force injuries, yeah, it's which bad. resulted in the death of the victim. It is very, very bad. They but each face charges of homicide and child abuse. It's not My good. God. She, uh, it, it's hard to describe because, again, you just How, don't know anybody. She had a YouTube video up four days ago. How do before you... Before the crime, she was up <sighs> teaching, being super, like bubbly and funny this is the type of shit that you're like it's why you can never trust anybody that's on camera but you have to be able to trust somebody otherwise you have to just be the last one was larry king and he's dead well larry sure although his final program was actually ironically about bowels (laughs) he was making some paychecks towards the end sure yeah yeah that's when you get the the best tv show of all time is a sponsored 30-minute ad at 3 a.m. Of course, when it's just like <laughs> Corbin Burnson from the Major League, like talking about, do you need your toes realigned? Well, everybody gets to 75 years old and your toes begin to switch place. My question is, okay, so obviously because we don't know too much, so we have to infer a bunch. Did we have to this person because some not everyone can actually handle the idea of being a celebrity. And when I say that, I don't mean uh, that in the sense of like being cocky and being like flamboyant and being like no, a celebrity. No, it fucks with you people's actually, brains. You actually have to be very humble. Well, it's you have both to be very cautious. And you have strangely to, stable. You strangely have to, stable. You have to have an inner working. It's why it is, I don't know, I, I know it's ridiculous to say, but once you are truly like quote unquote famous, she was not really. Like but Keanu she, Reeves fights fame every day to be normal yes they it is difficult because your world gets smaller and smaller yes we all agree that's what you signed up for to be famous and to have all the access and well, to have all the money but, but then also, of course with social media and stuff also it got like it got a little crazy fast it really yes. did but somebody i, I really do think it, it escalates mental illness very often it escalates especially aggression very often because you're kind of put yourself because the one thing is that when you're put in the public spotlight you then get people whether you ask for it or not criticizing every inch of your life and so this person it's see i imagine it seems that something obviously built to a head well, because she has no other uh criminal reports on there's no other police reports she doesn't have a criminal uh history it seems like maybe some i want to say well what happened here is now that i'm looking more into this story she adopted three children last year. We don't know if this person that she murdered was one of her adopted children or not. Don't know. This could be a money scam situation. Well, that's it what's so fucked be, up. And then the money uh, came in, right? Then you are. So you did. So who knows? Woman, we don't know that for certain. We don't like, know. We didn't know the other guy was a maniac. Jerry Robinson, Ariel Robinson. We have no idea what it is. It does seem very, very strange to adopt three children in one year. I don't know if they had the means in order to support those children. Uh, therefore, uh, it would be a little bit uh, controversial if uh, if they didn't actually. But you I know, they're not running a freaking orphanage here. So this is really an interesting story. And obviously, our heart breaks for the children. And you're right. You never know. And maybe they felt like, oh, these kids are getting in the way of our budding career in food but what you've just done is now you have a budding career in at most a prison birthday cake which is just a bunch of honey buns 
and all, uh, smashed, all together. smashed together with some Oreos because I, I watch prison but shows on YouTube constantly and honestly some of the food does look good. Ariel Robinson was a former middle school teacher, a local comedian. And although going on the cooking competition show might have earned her local fame, this is from Distractify, the homicide charges against her will outshine anything else. Um, yeah, that I think so. Yeah, you're right. But I actually, she, what I'm finding, there is no criminal history. So this seems to be a fucked up moment. I mean, I not that, and I know it's obvious, no obvious it's just like, we have no clue over this. It was escalated abuse that then finally bubbled over into actual murder. But Or does it happen where you have a flip moment where you act violently towards a child you hit them you realize oh that's really bad and the kid's going to report me so then you somehow in your mind rationalize ending the problem we know that from family annihilators all the time this idea Uh, of like i'm saving my other children from the shame of their mother beating one of you essentially by killing them Apparently, Robinson said of her winnings, the 25 grand again that she got for being a horrible cook, uh, she says, I want to take them to, referring to her family and children, I want to take them to a water park resort or a beach, a vacation so we can do one big thing as a family this year. And you know what? They did do a big thing as a a family, family, but it was certainly not as fun. As a good old-fashioned water park. And so who knows? This story is crazy. The truth is, though, a lot of times where there's smoke, there's fire. So I feel like this is probably not an isolated incident. It's just the first time it ever went so far, and they had no clue what the hell they were doing. I just feel so bad for the poor kids who were adopted, because you can imagine, you don't get adopted from great families. It's That's called being abducted. That's called being abducted. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you get to end up on The Masked Singer, (laughs) which is a statement about our society that I don't even so know fucking broken, for those that don't know uh, elizabeth smart <laughs> elizabeth correct smart. Uh, correct she was a, the one abducted in utah about what 30 25 years ago or this so fucking with kelly and conway posting a nude picture her of her daughter Which i don't know what the hell is going porn. on i don't i don't parent uh parents need to be an adults that's a you're being controversial <laughs> parents should be free to also be children <laughs> How dare you? Anyway, well, speaking of, so we'll we'll follow that story, and it really is heartbreaking, and it's hard to bring levity to it. Um, because, but we always do, don't we, hey, Someone say insensitive. <laughs> but we're just trying to be the sugar that helps the sad- Fucking dildo go down the throat? I feel- I actually don't think sugar would help a dildo go down the throat. Granular. I think it would, yeah, yeah. You're um, going to want to use a liquid honey if you're going to do that. We are, um, we hear, this is how we process things. Yeah, it's very sad, and I feel horrible for those kids. And now they have to go to another house. So please, if you are in the, uh, if you are uh, able to adopt, there are at least three kids, four kids, because she had five. So there's four kids that need a home. Nat and I were going to do a catch and release program. That's very, That's what they do with fish. Mm-hmm. But you're going to do that with with human babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just you know, drop them off. Oh. Trophy children. Live from your grave. The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast. Your dog. That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox decides and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for their little tiny mouths. 
They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And oh, they love their life and they love the they love what Bark Box brings. Because Bark Box brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. To get your free upgrade, go to barkbox.com slash L-E-F-T. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Every day, I fight to set my child up for success, which is why... As I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken. But there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at, see if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Well, speaking of catch and release, we were debating, is this top hat or is this side story as well? It made the side stories cut. Oklahoma Representative Justin Humphrey, you know, 
Nothing's going on. Nothing is going on. Nothing is, is going on. I certainly don't think that there's anything that would require like a whole bunch of the attention of the entire government. No. Like there's no I like rollout that needs to be administered. No. no. I just saw a small business owner throwing money out the door being like, I can't take it anymore. Get this money away from me. Yes. I have too much money. They just, because the big thing is what's really nice about this time period is how much money is being invested in plywood boards yes. to shutter up everyone businesses well apparently representative justin humphrey this dude he's out of oklahoma he knows what really is going on and what's really bothering the american people so he has proposed a sasquatch hunting season now yes you heard that correct and also i'm not gonna i don't want to step on toes and i certainly don't want to be insensitive to any real things that are happening in our society but I look like a Sasquatch, well, and yes, if I'm in the freaking woods and somebody wanna... shoots me, and they get off because they because it just so happened that I went camping during Hunt's Bigfoot hunting season, and then you know what they're going to say to me? Why were you on the woods during Bigfoot what hunting? Were you wearing? I'm a person. I'm a, what was I wearing? I was wearing my camo because it's the woods. You blended in too much, and that's the thing. You look too much. You look too sneaky. I um I'm this gonna is I'm the not gonna be ground, one of the people. This is the stand your ground legislation for cryptids. So first of all, anti cryptid. Number one, this program highly needed is a because <laughs> uh, his district includes the heavily forested Kayamichi. Kaimichi Mountains, oh. uh, where a Bigfoot festival is held, so they have like a they have a trend so they're going to bring a bunch of freaking b- uh, flags with the blue line coming to attack these people well, who just want to go have fun with celebrating the Bigfoot. You can get a Bigfoot license, and it can only, but it only allows I'm trapping and releasing of a Bigfoot. The whole point is to establish proof of Bigfoot. They give you a whopping twenty-five grand if you can get it. Now, Kissel, I'm not going to be one of the people that are like, wow. oh, you f- oh, oh, you're Kissel looking at Sasquatch. Kiss is a big fucking monkey. Yeah, I see read. what you're doing there. Um, but the thing the, about the way the that you smiled noise, while you were doing that was actually quite indicative to how you personally feel. Well, do you think the worst thing that can happen to you, and I can maybe see it happen, you're <laughs> maybe hammered. Maybe we finally get to do live shows again. Um, once this really brings the industry back to Oklahoma, sure. we can go back to do live shows again. And and then maybe, yes, you get drunk and you do happen to be pantsless and just kind of wander your way into a woods and you do get trapped. The worst thing that could happen to you is that I bet you, you might have a couple of Randy Hunters being like, this one looks like you got in the mange because uh-huh. you know he's, you got some bald patches right where your face right. is and stuff and they're like we better get some of its seed that's the that's the scene from deliverance God, I can and then see. i get i get god knows you know what happens to me then. no no may, they may not have sex with you you might get i don't yourself- think they will have sex with me because it'll be a forced insertion which i will not say is sex for me they might just try to get your calm so when i say to you honestly kissel it's just roll over Show the belly and get it done as fast as possible. You know what I mean? I think you're their guy on the inside, and I have now just lowered my trust level of you (laughs) down to 68%. Just a drop of 30%. You're at a 98%, but now, because you always got to give two people, you always have to give people 2% just in case they commit a crime that's so heinous where you can still be like, I never trusted him. I never trusted him once. (laughs) So this is according to the legislation written by this Total and complete jackass. Although I do, I do think it's kind of fun. He's, he's saying it's going to promote tourism. tourism. No, I understand. Sure, so, it, that is fun. And until, of course, again, someone who looks like me gets shot. He says establishing an actual hunting season and issuing licenses for people who want to hunt Bigfoot will just draw more people to our to our already beautiful 
part of the state. But why can't you just do, what does it say about human nature? Why Hmm. can't it be a Bigfoot picture license where you can take a photo of it? we've been trying to do that and everybody, he won't stand and he won't fucking, he won't stand in place. Perhaps. He keeps hiding, but there was a, a well, story. Apparently it was found, but you know, there was a uh, a creature that was spotted 2,000 miles away in Washington State uh, that many people believe was a Bigfoot. Um, however, there is some controversy here because Micah Holmes, he is the uh, he works for the Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Conservation, and he says the agency actually doesn't recognize Bigfoot as something that exists. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck that! I actually was watching a video the other day about the this so-called... Although I will say, this guy's a Republican. The Democrats could use a few crazies out there, too. We really could. We really Have could. Have fun with it. Um, but there was a YouTube channel I was watching that had a really interesting uh, video that showed... I mean, it's I just don't know what to do. It's the same thing with all cryptids, where there is a guy <laughs> named B.C. Garrett that oh. is a Bigfoot hunter that straight... He found this footage from his hunting cams that he says is undeniable proof uh-huh. that Bigfoot can go transparent oh. and can cloak himself using predator-like technology. Okay. And so he shows these videos of what it can only describe as, I'm, I'm going to say <laughs> it looks like someone farted in the winter, where it's just it's like, floof, it's a cloud that goes past, they, like, you can kind of see the ripples, and he's like, that's Bigfoot. And, there's, and then the guy that's running the YouTube video is like, you can obviously see the outline of the Bigfoot is here. And do it they just do the shows, circle? They just do a circle. If they do the circle. It's just the same thing as our live show bit, where they just, I was like, no, you made a Bigfoot shape. But you, if you... There is no Bigfoot shape there. No, now, yes, now I there can is. See it. Well, because now I'm forced to see it because you drew a Bigfoot shape where there was no shape. See? See? I, you know what? I should but actually. However, I should be the first one because I'm the first one to say you got to make you got to fake it till you make it. But I know that. Yes, you are correct. Technically, then it is a Bigfoot shape in Oklahoma with this legislation. One of my concerns: if a Bigfoot can cloak themselves, if they can make themselves invisible, aren't people just going to be shooting more bullets yes. into the atmosphere, into the world? We and already I paid say for all less these bullets. bullets flying around. Like I just don't need to have so many bullets flying around because. I, I didn't sign up to go to the military, and I don't want to invade another country. I've been um, saying this. Net guns, unless they have a, silly string unless guns. Unless they have a lot of cheese. There needs to be net guns. Real they net, have net guns. guns. But more people should have them. I mean, I think that that would be wonderful. If you if you net a Sasquatch, that's, that's awesome. And also, I went back looking at crossbows again, and then Nat <laughs> saw me, and she got scared. Like She went and she was just like, what? are you, are you oh, shopping for crossbows? And I was like, oh, it's for fun. And like, I have yeah. to go to a crossbow institute, is what she said. I have to go train. Well, that is actually she's like, because uh, you she want to know how she, to use it. Yeah, of yeah, because I don't know how to use it. I would no freaking clue to use a crossbow. I know it's easier than a bow and arrow. I'm so excited, though. I'm so close. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you go? Of course. Well, you know, with all these, we have so many freaking guns. As far as I'm concerned, everyone should take a year of gun safety and crossbow safety and give every kid a gun. <laughs> give every kid a gun. As long as they have feet. That is a callback to a joke on another show. Good work. Last podcast on the left. That's another show. That's actually a Yeah, that's good. right. Live from your grave. Boy, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form. And it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try 
every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha and it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hey! Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. 
FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. All right, well, let's talk. We're, we're talking politicians. Let's talk politician-adjacent lawyers. I actually feel like this story, I'm on the side of the lawyer. So a Nashville lawyer has been suspended after posting advice online of how to make a murder look like self-defense. But is this not the job of a defense attorney? I mean, they're not supposed to. uh, The the defense attorney's whole position is that they're supposed to work with people who they either believe to be innocent or believe need a fair trial versus, I guess, covering up a murder. But I don't know, because honestly, it just seems like really great advice. The road to hell, isn't it? It's paved with good intentions. And sometimes those intentions could be good, even if that intention is murder, because... A Facebook post, 2017, how all good things stem from Facebook posts from 2017. Always. Apparently, there was a woman seeking advice on how to handle an abusive ex-partner. So attorney Winston B. Sitton, which is- Winston B. Sitton! He's a great lawyer name. Big hat. Big hat. Big belt buckle. Absolutely. He will get you more prison time than the prosecutor even wanted you to have. Because he wants everybody (laughs) to know- that he is the best at what he does. <laughs> Absolutely. And how do you keep defensive business? I you- got the most jail time. You got the that's most. The that's the most. And as if you're a defense attorney, you want to make sure that those people constantly need you. Yep. Which means they constantly have to be in legal trouble. So this is the woman's like, I'm getting beat up by my ex-partner. I don't know what to do. So Sitton encouraged her to, quote, lure the man into a home and shoot him. Mm-hmm. Now, according to an opinion filed by the state's high court, I guess that's not a good idea for a lawyer to be doing. Well, he said, so he, he said, tried to say, he said he later posted, he said, so his words were, even with the new stand your ground law, the castle doctrine is a far safer basis for use of deadly force. And then he later. So he's just right. He is correct. But then he later posted that if the woman would, should delete her post if she was serious. <laughs> Now, as a lawyer, I advise you to keep mum about this if you are remotely serious. Your defense is that you are afraid for your life. Revenge or premeditation of any sort will be used against you at trial. Well, maybe it wasn't the best idea to write all of this on a public social platform. I feel like if it it was just an email, maybe he could have gotten away with it, but he did just put it on openly on Facebook. And now that I'm looking again, I don't. This woman may have been um, the crazy ex after all, because she did try to kill. She did was going to try to kill the man because then she did delete the post. Yeah, and the ex apparently saw the comments and then he handed over the yes. screenshots to the Shelby County District Attorney, yes. Amy Wyrick. And uh, apparently they were like, yeah, that's not good that they did that. Mm-hmm. So the board recommended that Sitton's license be suspended, but uh, only for 60 days. That's it. So he did. So it's a little slap because that's all he needs. He was just trying to help someone get away with murder, which if you're a defense attorney, it's like it's not your job. You're do- he's doing too much pre-pro, but it's also a bad- he's guilty of doing too much pre-production. Uh, also, we all need our secrets, don't we? <laughs> and so, I, do we tell you all the magic that goes behind the scenes we do, of actually. making last podcast on the left? Do we let you know all the tips and tricks of the trade? No, we don't because we have to Basically, keep some for ourselves. What what have we kept for ourselves? All the when you what? and I blow each other, we do the sixty nine <laughs> each time before we start. <laughs> Well, we told because I left sunglasses at your house last night, dude. dude I, two fucking days ago, I showed up at the studio today with Henry sunglasses and Travis Morningstar, our great producer. He was like, "Ooh, did Henry spend the night?" And I was like, "No, he left at three o'clock in the morning." <laughs> <laughs> secret, secret, secret. 
<laughs> but he should have kept some secrets for his own pocket. Well. That's the thing that you you shouldn't tell somebody how to get away with murder until they're paying you. I agree. That was his biggest That's mistake. That's his biggest mistake. As a lawyer, I agree. All right. Well, uh, one more quick tale here from Arkansas. Let's talk about this woman that was found, right? This Talena Galloway. She was found in a freezer in Arkansas. And believe it or not, her roommate... Looking for ice cream? No, she, she was the ice oh. cream, unfortunately. Uh, so the, the uh, sheriff there in Arkansas is like, yeah, the roommate did it. She's 53 years old, and my I'm looking at pictures of her. She seemed like really sweet and like totally normal. Just a normal girl in a in a just a normal fifty three year old gal. So what happened to her? Well, she allegedly Talina allegedly posted on Facebook earlier that month oh stating gosh, she believed like she mom. had COVID nineteen, but she would not go to the hospital. Her friends and family told uh, Dateline's Missing in America in May that that Facebook post was out of character and that they did not believe Talina would just walk away without contacting them. It makes so sense. apparently that was the roommate that was like, I've got COVID. This yeah, was don't going, come any near me. Wow, near man. Me. More and more of these like COVID cover-up murders. Really interesting. Same thing happened with a, a family annihilator. Uh, it, I forget where it was just a recently. A guy so, honestly, there's so many of them during COVID. It's just because it, it, it left the same thing, saying um, whole family got covid you know, sorry, everybody, if we're not getting back to calls and stuff. And then he killed everybody. Absolutely. So the authorities have been searching for Talina since April 17th of 2020. Her roommate, Corey Bomelli, reported her missing from their Oklahoma home. She could have wrapped this up into the Sasquatch controversy and been Definitely. like, Sasquatch took her. That's why we need the hunting many season. We've read all of those books that talk about how many times Bigfoot will see a woman washing herself in a stream you and read just start those railing creepy, on her. That was your reading of creepypastas that you chose that I had nothing to do with. Marcus actually had nothing to do with. No one wanted it to happen. But someone wrote it. (laughs) And it was there to be read. So because of this, this is going back. So this woman has been, again, just to really hammer this home, April 17th, 2020, this woman went missing. She has been in the freezer Damn near a year now. Yes, yes. Um, and because of the COVID excuse, her family was like, okay, we better be careful. The freezer was discovered by a witness. They reported seeing a truck and white cargo trailer last summer on June 8th, 2020, driving into a secluded area. Apparently, that was where this body was left. The witness was suspicious of the activity, caught up to the vehicle, observed no one was around, but smelled a foul odor coming from the trailer. And uh, she also saw a foul-smelling liquid pooled on the floor of the trailer, which I guess is a human defined. She obtained the tag information and contacted the Polk County Police. And uh, on January 14th, 2021, the same witness was walking in the woods. She came across the same freezer. The lid was taped shut. She stated about the foul smell again. Sheriff Elliott said it was important to note that the tag number checked out. So it did check out upon examination because I guess there's just that many fucking freezers in Oklahoma. I guess so. <laughs> with, we have with with Honestly, I feel like it's a hunting thing too, right? Wouldn't you have like a meat freezer outside? I feel like that's in your very house? common. But you'd have it maybe outside of, and it could be filled like with rotten like deer meat if you didn't plug it in correctly or I'm didn't play your power bill. I'm going to say this to the sheriff. At this point, I think you're making this woman who just found a potential corpse do too much work to it's be a like, lot what's of the work. serial number? It's like, a you lot of work. Get Biff over here. Yeah. You find the effing serial number. Send Deputy Bigby. 
get over, over there him. and he'd be like, well, I do see him like it is awful full of person, isn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Isn't that nice? A lot I'm more than go, normal. I'm a normal person. I'm going to go be traumatized over here. You do your job. Hell yeah. Thank you. Now, Corey Bommelie, has she been caught yet? She has been caught. There is a mugshot of her. It's just a middle-aged, white-looking lady. Love She's got looking. short hair. I love a lady that looks like Phil Spector. She looks like Phil Spector. She's scary. Honestly, both also, of these women- Also, he's dead. He, that, that kind of came and went. Did he die? Phil Spector just died. God God must have needed, needed an someone to get Michael Jackson in line. <laughs> God is like, what producer do I have to kill up here to get Michael Jackson working? <laughs> All right, so these are two middle-aged, just white ladies. They look totally, I guess, hashtag normal or whatever. I wonder what went normal. down in there. No freaking idea. So Probably erased or TiVo. If you erase worse cooks in America, for example. Well, now the, that's what Food Network did. We're not allowed to even watch that season anymore. They pulled it all, they all got digital. They the whole thing they off. They pulled it all off. They've been wanted. Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that it still happened. Oh, yeah. Also, watch clips. There's clips on YouTube. I'm watching them now. It appeared just demonic curiosity. It is weird. It changes it, doesn't it? It does. It's kind of fun. Upon examination of the freezers, yes, the authorities, they did discover human remains. And on Thursday of this past week, Wagner County District Attorney Jack Thorpe, he got that arrest and warrant. And my God, did he execute it. So apparently she was uh, out on bond and located living in... Wisconsin. Wow. The so land. What, the good land of the Wisco. The land of nasty roommates. That's Absolutely. very sad. Sheriff Elliott says our hearts go out to the family of Talena Galloway. I wonder what went on inside of that house. Nothing good. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, apparently Nicole Belafonte Carr told Dateline she felt in her heart that her good friend Talena was gone. That's so sad. And, That's uh, so sad, says, man. You got to be careful with these roommates, man. She says, I knew we could. I knew we would get frustrated, but today is the day justice won. We just... It's just you know, unfortunate. You really need to fill out an application to be somebody's roommate. It's you really got to figure out how to communicate. A, it's really hard to have a roommate after a certain age. I mean, and you just have you, to. You, you got many, Postmates the other night. It was like a 75-year-old woman. I had to go help get all the shit out of the car for her. Yeah. It's, I feel so bad. I don't fully know why people... Well, in in New York, you're going to have a roommate until you're 100. That's the idea. But then but they're fun, sexy roommates, and you tell them all your tales of That's what it's like to be wife. single in the city. It's a wife or no, a husband. No, no, no. You go out there. If you're in New York, you got your, your drinking Cosmos. You got your strappy <laughs> shoes. No, everybody's no, girl, those no. big loft spaces. You, oh, my God, Henry. You're a sex in the city, New Yorker. You have to remember what the girls, ad- girls the TV show, that, that was. That she came for money in that show. She just wrote her life. They were all just no, the I most well-off. Children. I know that, but I'm saying what they portrayed was working class, struggling artists. But yes, they of couldn't course, even do that correctly. No, it was a horrible show. But what I'm saying is that was a different version of New York. Hmm. I am a Sex in the City, New York guy. No, yeah, because no. I used to watch Sex in the City with my brother, and I was always like, "Yeah, I'm going to go have that Cosmo lifestyle." I never wanted the crappy, no. dumpy lifestyle that. Yes, I have. The real New but. York lifestyle is: you're a fat UPS delivery man. You got a hot as fuck Italian wife. Your mother lives across the street. You got fucking uh, Jerry Stiller's living in your basement. No! That's the real New York lifestyle. King yeah. of Queens. King of Queens and nothing um, wrong with Oh, that. so speaking of King of New York, he's not, it means a terrible segue. Robert Bigelow wants to give somebody, cl- not even a million dollars, close to a million dollars <laughs> to prove that there is life after death. How close? Which is, How close? I don't know. Because is a, dollar, a dollar is close to a million dollars if you really stretch it out. Mi- this is what it is. According to his website, BigelowInstitute.org, the, it's an essay. Also, Big's okay, so I'm looking at best evidence for afterlife. Winning essay gets five hundred thousand dollars. There is a profile 
on the um, I guess what do you call this the the main the main font of the website that has a woman's profile, but um, I don't I don't think a lot of women Leslie are going Keen. to the website. Fix right there, Leslie Keen just go oots. But uh, Robert, the only thing I'm I don't want to talk about this at length because we've talked about Robert Bigelow quite a bit. He is the enigmatic billionaire that is, starts budgeting suites. He's a and billionaire. Also, and he can he can give almost a million dollars away. I just feel like the uh, the answer if there is life after death is worth more than that. I think it might be worth more than that amount of money. And I also feel like um, a lot of people are searching for it yeah. already as well. I don't know if they need the extra oomph, but it is fun to have a sci-fi billionaire out there. Like having like a what real, like from fiction, Robert Bigelow is like a guy who is just like an, a cloaked and mystery billionaire who's just trying to find out if there's ghosts and aliens. And earn every 5 p.m. on the dot, it farts. I love it. And it creates the odor that that person used to emit. Fake it till you make it again. Yeah, it might isn't not that be. A, it, isn't that kind of real, though? Are, isn't that person sort of alive? In, in a way, it's like you're keeping their memory alive. Exactly. So, yes. And then in memory, you could say memory of every digital memory you have inside of your brain can be somehow technically be like a 3D space in which like continually to exist. Mm-hmm. Then, yes. They do continue to exist. I am. I, you know what? I actually agree. All right. Well, let's get. I think it's time for Hero of the Week. Yeah. Speaking of people who drive, some of the greatest people out there drive. Some people do drive. Yeah. I love driving. Do you just say that some of the world's greatest people drive? Some of they, they do. Some of them don't, don't they? That's called just... wide swipes because someone's driving <laughs> in a car right swipe. now and they say. Oh, I'm driving. I'm driving. And this goes out to anyone right now in a, I'm going to go with a- Choose a car. Toyota Tacoma. You're out there. Maybe you're listening to- Okay, uh, Maybe you're listening to Outshined by Soundgarden right now about to take a left. If you are in a Toyota, if you can prove that you're in a Toyota Tacoma, you're listening to- Outshined by Soundgarden. Outshined by Soundgarden. You're about to take a left. And if you can take a picture of it right now, like I mean it, (laughs) if you can take a picture of it right now, we will send you a free t-shirt. Wow. That is just true. Now that's work for Travis. I'm sorry, but we will do, we will send you a free t-shirt. You know what? Side stories, LPOTL. But I got to see- the pictures of the car, the make of the car, and I got to see a picture of you with the newspaper. Sounds like you're trying to steal their identity, but you know what? I'll take that work off of Travis's plate. Puffin will do it. Puffin will send you that t-shirt. I'll get that kid working. He won't, though. That's lip service. He doesn't he, work. Well, he kind of cuddles. All right. Hero of the week. Amazon driver reunites baby with mom after the baby was stolen in a carjacking in Houston. So thank you so much to Juan Carlos yeah. Flores. Is it weird to say Apparently that isn't this, it the luckiest day in a family's life when the baby just gets maybe taken? No, this is your theory because mm. you don't want a baby. Mm. But imagine if you did and then it was ripped away from you. I think what you've just talked about is one of the worst traumas a human can actually suffer. And you just said, isn't that everyone's dream? Six of one, half a dozen of another. <laughs> It's amazing different strokes for different folks. I could say so many different things. You can cliche it up all you want. Juan Carlos Flores, he was working at Amazon since the start of this freaking pandemic, uh, and he's just driving, and apparently he's in uh, the Sunnyside neighborhood. He stumbled upon a fire. Stumbled upon. 
by the way, which is a horrible thing to do. Yeah, when you it stumble comes to, upon a kettlebell left outside. That's great. Or like stumble upon, oh my God, the bars are allowed to open outside. Yep. Which <gasps> I did, by the way, the Thirsty Merchant. I drove by it because uh, we lifted, they lifted the uh, you can't drink outside rule uh, here in California. And a Budweiser truck was pulling in. You could just feel yeah, the, the blood it. I'm come like, back. dry January is about to get into a wet February. Although I do need to keep my waist down. And my goodness gracious, I'm happy to fit in jeans again. That's why you should get into heroin. Because <laughs> that's never been, it's never been stopped due to COVID here. I think I'm too depressed. I'm yeah, too bad. Depre- bad. I'm, I'm not a depressive, but you I, won't I, like it. I, I don't, don't need like it. it. I don't need it. I'm not depressed. I'm very happy. All right. So apparently, wow. this man, <laughs> shut up. Now shut. You shut up. He stumbled upon a five-month-old baby. I'm talking about heroes here. This man stumbled upon a five-month-old baby who was abandoned on the side of the road in an apparent carjacking. If you are a carjacker, can't you look in the freaking back seat? Can't, yeah, like, sure. Who, yeah, you how should do you steal a baby? I've never understood this. Because they're quiet until they're crying. Yeah. So the guy says, again, we're talking about Juan Carlos Flores. He says, when I went close to the baby, I wanted to cry because I was like, it's impossible. The baby can be here on the side of the street alone. Security footage from the neighborhood shows just a bunch of cars driving by. I'm going to assume they didn't see the baby. Uh, The child's terrified mom called the police being like my iPhone was in the car so they can track the car. And this is according to neighbor Myrna Garcia. She told ABC News somebody was definitely watching over that baby. Being a mom, I could only imagine what the mom was going through. And uh, so, you know, that's why this guy was a hero, because multiple cars pass by. They're like, yeah, kid is alone. I guess they're driving young these days. (laughs) And this guy was like, no, you know what? I don't think that's appropriate. He told ABC News. I asked them if the baby belongs to them. What are you kidding me? That's what they said. The police came, like five to ten cars of police, with the mom crying, and they told me that baby was stolen with the car. So good, uh, Very good job. Very and, nice. Uh, Flores, who uh, called the rescue, the best thing that's ever happened to me in my job because he's a savior of a baby, and he didn't. I can imagine if you're an Amazon delivery driver and you just give packages to people who don't really need them for a living. This would be nice. It would to be actually nice. actually save a baby's life. It would be. That's so cool. Well, good work. Speaking of which, we're going to start seeing Amazon Annihilator soon because they're underpaid. They're stressed out. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be like someone's just going to start delivering like bombs. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I do think <laughs> that they, they need a union. <laughs> they need some rights. Supposed to be some, there's supposed to be some kind of vote, right? Well, as soon as they do, then it will be like, oh, I hope, I hope you like your new sidekick TikTok, the <laughs> robot boy 8000 <laughs> that's about <laughs> to take your job. Come to replace you. Uh, You're supposed to reprogram these to stop saying that. <laughs> um... We'll see. I hope. Because well, I'm a union man. If you're going to, honestly, you want to turn around what's going on with the robots, we're already seeing it. Tom Cruise, your favorite all of a sudden, which I... He's not my favorite. You talk about him with glee, and you, you were impressed with him. I, do, I am impressed by him. Yeah. I am not. He's still just a short he's man very, overcompensating. He's very he has robots yelling at people on his sites, on his... On his oh, yeah, dude. It's intense. It's intense. You know I'm what not you... saying I want to... I want to just be a fly on the wall at his... Weir. I want to hear what his calls are like oh when he's just God. fucking that flounder behind the fucking porter potty at a Publix. It's incredible. <laughs> we don't know if he fucks fish. He absolutely does. <laughs> it keeps coming up. I don't know. Okay. Here we go. As a good Canadian millennial... Listener emails. Listener emails. All right. As a good Canadian millennial, I have never heard of Rock Terrio before. You're fascinating. 
but terrifying series on huh. Of course, during Zoom calls over the holidays, I brought it up. Um, and to my utter shock and delight, I discovered not only did my family know of him, but my godmother met him. <gasps> working at an ER, working as an ER nurse in Newmarket, Ontario in the 80s, she encountered him and his entourage at 3 o'clock in the morning during a night shift. Newmarket was a bedroom town at the time, pretty much for people commuting into Toronto, and the ER was not the busiest place in the world on a Friday night, so the arrival of Moise... When the arrival of Moises was particularly memorable. Huh. Waltzing in with two babies in his arms, my godmother vividly remembers that he was decked out in a matching mustard plaid vest and pants ensemble and was followed by two quiet women dressed like Mennonites. He wanted the two babies checked by a doctor. My godmother asked if they were sick and he said, no, he just wanted to check up. At 3 a.m. Leading him and the babies into an examination room, my godmother noticed that one baby was much bigger than the other and asked Terrio about them. Different mothers, he answered, grinning as he watched my godmother's realization and embarrassment. She thought they were twins. The babies were completely healthy, but she didn't mention that their diapers were made of homespun cloth. While she was looking at the babies, the other ER staff was talking to the women and asking them about their notice, asking one of them about her noticeable limp. Convincing the anthill kid to take an x-ray, the ER staff discovered that her leg had been long healed. Soon the whole story was explained. She had broken it, God knows how, and ended up in traction at the hospital. Terrio, knowing better than the doctors, said he could do a better job at healing oh it and check God. the woman out of the hospital. The tendons in her leg healed shortened, ergo the limp. That was pretty much the whole odd encounter. In hindsight, it's obvious that Terrio wanted a doctor's exam of the babies to keep child services at bay. However, oh. it was crazy to listen to my godmother describe Terrio's magnetism. She said it was unforgettable. She described him as a big guy, not fat, but barrel-chested. Definitely not attractive to her, but his eyes were truly remarkable, and he had tangible charisma. She also mentioned that he didn't give off any creepy vibes, just a smiley, affable dude. Wow, up. man, that story whew, from that real life human perspective. Extremely interesting. Thank you so much for that email. That was one of the better ones because I mean, they're all great, but that was to have that experience. Yeah. yeah. Holy hell. So this. Wow. Yeah. I mean, of course, he's just like, I can heal that better than you. Oh, yeah, doctor. He always was. He's very, uh, very, uh, he was lovely. He was it's it's actually a cool outfit, to be honest. Uh, the other story you guys might want to if you guys research the watchers. From the uh, the same place, Westfield, New Jersey, where uh, John List took place. It's a fascinating, st- long form article. I forget who wrote it. If you look up the Watcher, it is about that same New Jersey town that John List was from. There was a family, a mansion. They they bought this mansion, and then they were harassed by on- anonymous letters for years. And it, it's a whole very interesting. I wanted to cover it on side stories like for a while, but it's very very involved. It might actually be a relaxed fit story at some point. But you should read you should read about that. It's very very interesting. Um. Also, one of the things that I wanted to bring up just really quickly that I believe is true. Is that apparently in John List's mansion, they had a Tiffany, Tiffany lamp. I don't know if it's rumor or not. Okay. I have to look that up. I have to look up because what I that's true. Because I got that from multiple people. But that if this is true, if he had 150K there was apparently, staring at him in a lamp, that is like, that's another weird level. So fucked up. Because apparently the story is, is that there was a Tiffany lamp built inside of the mansion that they had purchased that was... A, it would have saved everything. Worth, it would have saved everything. It was estimated to be worth 150 grand. But I want to look at this. I in want to like look at the it. 1970s, so 500 grand. 
Yeah, I got to look that up. Wouldn't that be incredible if you're staring at it the whole time? It's like when a I was Twilight broke, Zone episode. When I was broke, I was always like wondering, number one, being like, will I find an artifact somewhere in my parents' <laughs> garage or will a distant relative please just die and give me money? And then you please. just thumb through and your dad is like, look, looking at all just the five Batman kills. Just five copies of literally just Superman's dead. Yes, yeah, yeah, Superman's dead. Five <laughs> copies of it. He's like, you can sell these. And I was just be the, like, no, I can't. You're a cop from Queens. You got five of them. These are not collectors. I got five, so we made sure we'd sell them. We make sure we could really make a market out of them. All right, here we go. Here's this story. I live in a Victorian home built in the mid to late 1800s, which I fell in love with as soon as I saw it on Craigslist rental ad several years ago. Unlike almost every other place I have lived, nothing strange has ever happened in this house, nor have I ever had the slightest creepy feeling here. I've always been disappointed by this. When I was on my back porch getting ready to hit my GB, but had had not, had not yet, I felt some softball size brush up against the right side of the small of my back, and I felt my sweatshirt move. Ooh. I reached behind me, felt nothing. I turned around. I was at least eight inches away from anything else on my porch that could have touched me from that side. I brushed it off as one of those weird phantom skin sensations that happen sometimes, yeah. like how we're addicted to the stupid phones, right? I get it. Um, so I got high. I went to the kitchen, closed the inside door, started talking to my sister's cat, who I'm taking care of at the moment. We both turned our heads, the cat and I, when we heard the swishing sound of the bag of, of the bag of plastic bags. You know how that shit is. I have that one. hangs on the inside of the back door. I do as well. That, you know, eventually you just throw away. Yes, because you're just like, <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm not going anywhere with this. What? The, why do I have this? I told myself that the bags might have gotten stuck against something when the door closed and then pulled free after I stepped away. And that's why I started swinging a full 20 seconds I or after I had already closed the door. Remembering all the crazy shit that happened when I shared a house with my sister's family for a couple of years, I sent my sister a text saying, like telling her what happened and said, well, maybe something happens when we spend a lot of time together. They've recently returned to New Jersey after living in North Carolina for years and are looking for a place up there, which is why I'm taking care of the cat. So then I asked her if she knew that poltergeist activity is often associated with young girls having their menarche, right? Oh, menarche. It's menarche now, apparently. That's a real world Oh, isn't that nice? Um, Maybe because my daughter keeps on giving. Oh, blood! (laughs) Ten point five. Remember that we got it. We actually have one of our better pieces of art was written in menstrual blood. Yeah, it's still in Marcus's home. Yeah, it's haunted us ever since. Um, But I thought maybe it had to do with because my daughter is ten and a half years old. It could happen any time now. And then I exclaimed and wait. I mean, I. Yes, I guess. Okay, never mind. He's a father. Have to be appropriate. This whole story, her cat is also going through puberty. Uh, So maybe they thought it was, can there be a cat poltergeist? And then I opened and closed my back door and watched the bag of plastic bags become wedged in the corner for a few moments. So it got, it all got dispelled. So so I learned, the the horrific thing is he has a daughter that's about to hit puberty and a cat. Menarch. The worst part of that story is that I said the word menarch. Yeah, menarch, yeah. Um, All right, cool. And here's this last real quick story. I'll read this next one. This last little quick story that I thought was really funny. This comes from the most recent episode that mentioned Richard Dreyfus. He once attended a National History Day my sister was a finalist in, oh. and he provided such an expletive-laden rant about <laughs> education that many of the parents and their families left. Thankfully, not mine. The man called himself a born-again Jew. He said it was like cocaine was served next to the white fish at his synagogue's kaddish. <laughs> you know what? That's a hell of a Dreyfus story. He still uh, saved us from that big mother trucking fish. He really he? did. He tried. He tried there to you save go. That Well, what's wrong with a good profanity-laced... I will uh, tell you something else that I know about history. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I, seven million. That's the number. Oh, my. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We got some cool news. We Live got- every day. 
day. Live that, every that's day. That's the cool news is to live every day. Live every day outside of the refrigerator. Please. Try not to end up inside of a refrigerator. You, well, you know I'm watching segments of a Thousand Pound Sisters because I can't watch the whole show at once. But speaking of it farts, gives me they, panic attacks. It really does stress me out. But they they they're in that fridge a lot. They they really are. But they are vacationing in that fridge. Well, they, they don't did, become a permanent resident of the fridge. They had a they were doing diet night and they ate cheese. They eat uh, they ate eggplant parmesan with the most amount of cheese I've ever seen in an eggplant <laughs> parmesan. But that was their diet. night. But then what I found out is because I remember also thinking the same when I was at my bigger size, being like it's vegetables. It actually <laughs> finds out the eggplants actually absorb more oil than even meat does oh so, so it's, it's actually worse for you. much it's almost worse it's almost okay. worse Great. um you're gonna laugh just thinking about how you're gonna have a healthy vegetarian eggplant parmesan meal later today mm, mm. Yum, 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 i'm a vegetarian i just like and you gotta live you gotta laugh and you gotta love the fact that you're gonna be able to go to oklahoma you're gonna be able to put a big fat six foot seven man in i ain't cage. going to oklahoma you're gonna be able to take that man you're gonna be able to put him in his cage legally for tourism. It literally is a statement to me and my people, my ilk. We do not go to Oklahoma. Honestly, it sounds like they're making Oklahoma a incredible place for the small. It, yeah, for the small. For us, except I like well, a tall you know woman, what? so I'm going, that makes me sad. I'm moving to Montana, and we're going to start doing gnome hunting season. But maybe they'll keep you, Kissel, and keep you in a cage, and they start breeding you. I think if I can somehow pivot gnome to equal Polish, then we have Polish hunting season, and then... We can really start to get something going. It's God gnome knows. season. It's Bigfoot season. It's gnome season. It's Bigfoot season. <laughs> With some of the legislation going on in Montana, we'll talk about that on top. And apparently there's a lot of questionable things happening. There. The problem, though, is if you say leprechaun hunting season, that becomes racist against the Irish. And they've had enough to deal with, haven't they? Yeah, those bog people. We oh, there. Right. We're going to make spaghetti, Irish. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, should we talk about anything? We got some THC stuff. We got... We we got kept, we at, we're waiting on the... Because... We're being casual with the release date in the weed. Yeah. It just takes a while. Well, it's just <laughs> like, weed industry, so it's a slow. If you would think like the industry. It's coming. If, we, if you do cocaine, everything happens real fast. Too fast. Too fast. Weed, everything happens not, whenever. Slow, like when it's ready. Like Gandalf. You're going to get it when it's ready. It's like, going to come out like Gandalf. And apparently um, it is. Well, not apparently. We've all tried it, but it's really good. You guys are going to love it. Very strong. You're really going to like it. Um, Lastpodcastmerch.com. Check out all of your merch needs. Put clothes on your body. Uh, I also would say check out all of our streams. We got last yeah. stream on the left is now going to be every same bat channel, same bat time, same as it used to be. Last stream on the left, 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard yeah. Time. It's going to be live on our Patreon, and then it's going to be moved to our YouTube. So for those that give to our Patreon, any tier, you can watch the stream live. You can participate in the chat you can see henry's nipples before we have to censor them we don't have which to censor we will them have to do when we go to youtube we won't free you, you will. can show nipples i know i'm just making a bit i i know just because we got kicked off we're not gonna get kicked off we're not getting kicked off youtube we don't know what's gonna happen with youtube <laughs> um, but anyway it will be free uh the, like what 48 hours after we do it something live. like that something yeah like it's gonna be up there pretty much immediately as soon as we're done with the stream then you can check out that fucking bullshit but then we also on but twitch is staying strong as hell because we're going to have, I don't know where the hell, Kissel's show is going to be coming soon. But yep. my show Saturdays, 2.30 PST, um, show in Civ 6. We've already got a great chat community going. Very, very excited to keep doing that show. Awesome. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for uh, for hanging with us. We'll keep on hanging with you. Hail yeah. yourselves. Hail Magustalations, everybody. Please do, and uh, be careful. If you win a cooking competition, it's not. Don't be. You don't, don't become let it go like. To, don't let it go to your head. Yeah, you're not Lord Creatures of your home. No, not you, even Tom Cruise can murder his child. He tried. He tried. This show is made possible by listeners like you. 
Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 